Okay, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Figure It Out podcast with me, Chandler Collins. Surprise edition. Starting a new little segment here. College football starting to really heat up as we get later and later into the fall. Got some special guests with me making their first time appearance on the Figure It Out podcast. Two of CMO's athletic department's hardest working people. The Wiseman <laughs> twins from Jackson, Missouri, Rhett and Riley, joining us on the podcast. We'll introduce them here in a second. It's going to be an awesome episode. Big news in college football coming out this week with the CFP playoff rankings. Um, a lot of big matchups to break in. Boys, we'll uh, we'll open it up to you. Rhett, we'll start with you. Rhett, how are we doing today, brother? I'm doing good. Uh, college football is about to get a lot, a lot. It's got about to be good. I mean, we're about to get very interested in it. I mean, this with the CFP rankings coming out, it's about to be fun. It's about to be fun. Riley? Let me just say uh, I'm the better brother. I'm the better brother. We've been – Most uh, people been, would disagree. Uh, <laughs> we've been on a few podcasts before, so glad to be uh, – got to be on this uh, this podcast, Chandler. Um, college football is where it's at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, last year I, I was doing one every week, and I really don't know. I had some other, you know, we've been doing a radio show a little bit at uh, Springfield Local uh, Radio and just been kind of busy. So good to get back into the swing of college football. It needs to be talked about because it's, it's really at the forefront here as we get closer yeah. and closer to bowl season. Telling them uh, before we get into it here, I think uh, we might have to make this a weekly episode moving forward. So uh, excited to have you guys on. Have, uh, from those podcasts we've been on, heard great things about you guys um, in terms of yep. football knowledge. So let's just get into it. Let's start with what was announced on, I believe, was it Tuesday evening? It was, it was, it was, Tuesday, yeah, it was Tuesday. It was Tuesday, Tuesday I think, evening, yeah. The college football rankings, playoff rankings, first release <sighs> of the season. Interesting uh, four, I think it I think it was pretty basic one through three, in my opinion. We'll get oh, your yeah. guys' opinions here in a second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the fourth team is a bit interesting, and we're going to have some uh, differentiating opinions there, I believe. When no, no um, chance. No. Tennessee, Ohio State, number two. Georgia, number three. Clemson, number four. Michigan, five, and Alabama, six. I think they're important to note, too, because they're really – I mean – yeah. I still believe in Bama wholeheartedly. Oh um, yeah, they're not they're not going away. No, they're not going to go away. And then in in a, in a TCU team as well, guys. TCU oh, runs the table. Yeah. If they run the table and they win the Big Twelve, which I think they're capable of doing, and we'll talk about somebody who they might face in the Big Twelve championship game that could give them a yeah. run for their money. I'm um, here in a second. I don't know how you keep them out. The Big Twelve is a better conference, deeper conference than both the ACC. And the Big Ten, in my opinion. Yes. yes. And, um, I, I really don't see how, except for one word and one word only, and that is bias. Clemson, <laughs> Clemson is at number four this week, given based on their name is Clemson. TCU, well, they're, no, they're not going to put TCU at four until okay. college, Clemson messes up. College football is about – your strength of schedule. And if you look at Clemson, the ACC has had tons of ranked opponents and Clemson has beat all of them. So it, college football rankings don't look at how good you are. They look at strength of schedule and who you've beat. Okay, well, Clemson's so beat, you, you, Clemson's here's what we're going to do. Here's what, here's what we're going to do. 
We're going we're gonna to start with Clemson since we're on them now, and it's already awesome to talk about. Let's go through, let's go through their, their schedule so, thus far, okay? okay, we'll, do okay. It, we'll do it like a little rapid fire. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they open up the year, Georgia Tech win, 41-10. They play Georgia FC. Tech, yeah. yeah, Georgia Tech, bad. Yeah. Um, so good to see that they won 41-10. Furman, FCS, 35-12. But every, you, you always – Louisiana you always, Tech. You the F every every year that you got to versus one one FBS versus one FCS, and usually the FCS can well not usually, but they can give you a run for their money because everybody every team just passes them off. Oh no, I'm I'm not saying anything was wrong with playing uh, FCS Furman. I'm an FCS guy. I love the FCS. Yeah, but what I was referring to in that little change in my voice was. The number four team in the country beat Furman 35-12. Like, that, that's what I'm saying. Like the FCS can can give you trouble. Yeah. Like because everybody everybody just off. Everybody yeah. writes them off. Yeah, that is true. And one little fun tidbit. I believe Furman is in the state of South Carolina. So they're probably a little bit extra there trying to mm. knock off Big Brother. Moving forward, Louisiana Tech comes to Clemson 48 to 20. Good win. Here we get into the ACC play, okay? okay? So they win in double overtime on the road at Wake Forest, and I agree, no argument from me. Awesome. That was, yeah. that was a great, great, great game. DJ, DJ showed up in that game. DJ, yes. he yeah. showed up. He showed up big time. But as we get through the schedule, is that going to be the same theme? They go on the – they come back home, win by 10 at home against NC State, not a not the best game from Clemson. Um, I understand a really brutal spot for them with that emotional two overtime grind of a game on the road against Wake Forest. So I get coming yeah. back and coming home, but when you're one of these top teams, you're going to get everybody's best shot. Ten point wins a ten point win. I get it. Well, you got to They they also still had Devin Leary then. Yeah, and Devin Leary's not a bad QB. Yeah. Yes, that is true, and that is actually a great point. Wow. Yeah, because NC State now stinks. I mean, they're not. I would. They play Wake Forest this weekend, and you tell me, but I don't know about that. Wake Forest might might embarrass them. Embarrass. Wow, you think embarrass? I think embarrass. Embarrass. Uh, Let's not go. Let's not go too far there, buddy. No. Um. So then Clemson goes on the road and destroys Boston College 31 yeah. to 3. That's the big They go on the road two weeks in a row and get a big win at Florida State, but a 34 28 win? That's not moving but the needle for State, me. Florida State has talent. Hey. They have, hey, Jordan Florida, Travis is not a bad QB at all. Florida, He's got potential. You can't write off Florida State. You can't write off Florida State. Yes, they're Florida State, and last year they were horrendous. But this, this, I think they're. I, I think Florida State might make a bowl game. Well, if you're beating a team that might make a bowl game by six, I'm just saying maybe <laughs> you don't deserve to be in the top four. They then last week struggle at home. EJ Uyong. I'm just saying. Benched at home against Syracuse, he comes back into the game and they win by six. Um, 
they have a really big test. they have a really big test this weekend. Let's just go ahead and get into it. This Clemson team is going on the road again, a place where they excuse me, not necessarily a place, but uh, on the road this season, their wins haven't been that impressive except for Boston College. And Notre Dame is one of those teams that you, it's kind of like a Florida State. You can't write them off. Yeah. They're only five and three yeah. on the year. Um, but this is a tough place for Clemson to have to get up and play at a night game and a crowd's going to want to beat Clemson bad. What do you guys think? I think this game's going to be close. I, I think it's going to be close. But I Notre Dame has been so up and down this season, They I don't think they can pull out the win. I think that Notre Dame will hang with them, but Clemson will pull away by 10, win by about 10, or close thereof. I think most game, it's going to be back and forth. That's what Riley. I think. See, I, I just don't agree with that at all. <laughs> because Notre, Notre Dame, they're not they're, – they've been very, very streaky. Oh, yeah. This very streaky. And I'm not saying Clemson hasn't been streaky, but DJ Lele, he knows that Dabo Sweeney isn't afraid – to put Cade in, and I'm DJ all the way. Like keep Cade, keep keep Cade off. Like next year, if you wanna if you wanna start Cade, go be it. But DJ, he's a starter this year. I think DJ is gonna play really good this game. And I think what's what's the what's the odds? Like what's the? Say that again. No, like, what? what's what's the like? What are they supposed to win by? What's the? Oh, what's the line? Um, yeah, let's, yeah, you know, that's a good question. Let's get the line real quick. Is it? I think it's. I want to say three point five. I'm not it's Clemson minus three and a half. Yeah. On the yeah. road. That's not a yeah. bad line. I don't mind that yeah. at all. I, yeah. I in, in my opinion, I think Clemson can win the game and they should win the game. They're a better team than Notre Dame, but I just, right now, I don't love what my eyes see from Clemson. They're missing something. I think their defense is good, but their secondary sucks. Their the secondary. Is, yes. Like if, se- if they had a good secondary, like Clemson is fighting for that number one spot. I feel like if they have a nice. good secondary, Let's think, let's play hypothetical here because that's what college football people love to do. <laughs> if it's one versus four tomorrow, this Tennessee team could throw for seven hundred yards on this secondary. Well, yes, yes, I, I agree. Tennessee's I, a better team. Hypothetically, I agree yeah. with that. But will that happen? No, that will, that would never happen. No, that wouldn't happen. And if Clemson it. does, and if that did happen, then Dabo Sweeney should get fired on the spot because that that should be – on a Clemson defense like that, no. That Notre, Dame, Notre Dame – I don't want to say they were bad at running the football, but they've not been good. Let's, let's say that. They're not yeah. bad. There's, they're not bad, but they're not good. And Clemson, their defensive front is mm-hmm. so good. Yes. Amazing. amazing. Completely agree with that. They, Notre Dame is going to have to beat them through the air. They're not going to be able to run on them at all. Let's go to number three in the country per the FC or FCS. Listen to me, FCS on the mind with Furman. <laughs> uh, in, in the FBS college football rankings poll, the Georgia Bulldogs. And I don't think we really need to spend much time on what they've done so far when the biggest game of the year for them is this Saturday against Tennessee, yeah. the team we were just talking about. Um, it's going to be interesting. Can I say something real, real quick first? Oh, yeah. Let's, let's go to Riley. Um, okay. A lot, of, a lot of people are like, what the heck, Georgia? 
how they are number one. When you look at Tennessee and their turnaround from last year to this year, that's what that's what's up. And they first more rank opponents. They beat more points than Georgia. So I'm saying this deserves to be number one. That's what that I got to say. Rhett, you got anything to say about that? I I'm high on Tennessee. I mean, I, they beat Alabama. Um, but I don't know. They're in. They're where they are. They're not even. Are they neutral? Neutral location, right? It's at Georgia. Oh, it's at Georgia. Okay, so if there's at Tennessee, I feel like it's a different ball game, personally. Yeah. But Georgia. I mean, Tennessee obviously has the better wins, but, like, if you look at their rankings, what's Oregon ranked? Eighth? Ninth? Eighth, I believe. And Georgia killed them. I know that was the first game of the season, so you got to give them a little slack, but Georgia murdered them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Georgia's defense is good. Georgia's defense is good, and Tennessee's offense is amazing, so I think it's going to come down to a battle of offense versus defense. Who's going to win? Let me tell you something. Let me give you some stats that maybe say that Georgia's defense isn't as good as what you think. Georgia's okay. defense is ranked 120th in the nation in sacks. Woo! What's the number one way to get a quarterback that is as good as Hendon Hooker off his game? Get after the quarterback. They can't yeah. do that. They just lost their leading sack. Yeah. Their leading sack yeah, they just lost did. to a pack injury. This this week, I believe. No, they no one's had him. Yeah. Now. They won't, no, but let me let me say something. To counter that, to counter that, Georgia, their defense is only allowing ten point five points per game. Only two hundred and sixty-two yards per game. That's good. Yeah. Like not even three hundred yards per game. That's incredible. And let me let me go even further with Georgia as a as a team. Georgia has won 16 games in a row at home, and they've won 32 of their last 33 at home. This team doesn't lose wow. at home. I mean, There's going to be a lot of molds broken on either side of the football. Either Tennessee comes in and they absolutely move the ball up and down the field, and it's over because I really think that this Tennessee defense is going to be able to stop. I don't, I don't love Georgia's offense right now. I don't think they want to know what they want to do. If they yeah. can't get their tight ends to make some sort of spectacular, miraculous play, they have a tough time moving the ball yeah. down the field. I mean, yeah. I swear, every time you turn on college football on a Saturday, you'll have a game break, and it'll be a Brock Bowers, like, tip ball, shovel pass, spinning catch, something, <laughs> and all of a sudden he's, like, yeah. 30 yards away from the defense. Like, how does this guy continue to do it? He's just an absolute freak. But and Brock think- Bowers isn't the only good yeah. tight end. On no, Georgia. No, he's not. But to my point, I think that Tennessee is going to be able to do some things defensively. But, that's going to give that's going to give Tennessee's offense a lot of time with the football. Now, can Tennessee capitalize out on the road? They've had their two biggest games of the season, Bama and Kentucky, both at home. They've been very comfortable on offense. They're not going to be comfortable this weekend on offense, in my opinion, no. just given the environment. It's going to be very I mean, interesting. Your guys' final points. As much as right. I want, let me, let me go. Let me let me go first. Let me go first. Fine. Going with 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 the uh, uh, Georgia's defense, like Tennessee, like they got Hyatt, 
You know, they got Tillman. Like, those are big play people. But Georgia has incredible cornerbacks. And I think they yeah. are going to rock Kaylee Ringo is or Kaylee however pronounce his name. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that uh, is that it? Wait, so so what's what's your pick? What's your pick? Between Tennessee and Georgia, I am going to pick. And I, I'm going to pick the Georgia. As much as much as I want. As as much as much as I want Tennessee to win, I got to go Georgia. I think they're at home. I mean, Jalen Carter is. I think he's been doing pretty good. it's like, I think their their defense is going to be too much. I think they're going to win by like ten plus. Ten plus? Wow! I don't know yes. about ten plus. Yeah. Now they are eight point yeah. favorites. Georgia is at home. I just think that home, I, field advantage, home field advantage plays such a big role I, in college football. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very much I mean, so. Very much you so. Got, you got these state – the college football stadiums are massive and just packing with, with your home fans like – Yeah, it's, they're huge. It's, especially, especially in the SEC. Yeah. Rhett, your I'm, take for this game? I am actually going to go Tennessee here. I like wow. I think wow. it's going to be – I think it's going to be a – I wouldn't say low-scoring game, but it's not going to be a shootout, I don't think. Uh, I completely agree with that. Like, Somebody, no. Somebody's going to have to make a play at the end. Yeah, like Tennessee, Alabama, that was a shootout. This one, I don't think will be. And I think Tennessee pulls a – like, this comes down to the wire. I'm saying this one comes down to the wire. I think Hendon Hooker has to prove that he is a Heisman candidate or a Heisman f- favorite, and I say he does that in this game. Tennessee Love wins. It. I'm saying Tennessee wins I, last drive, I, last position, last possession, whatever. I, I think two. I know. I think Georgia's going to win, but but for Tennessee to win, I think they're going to have to get Jalen Hyatt involved severely. He's got 907 yards. Like he's going to have. He's going to have at least to win. Yeah, he's a freak. He really is. Yeah. Let's go to the last. We've really done our Tennessee and Georgia talk there. Let's go to the last uh, ranked or in the college football playoff team. The Ohio State Buckeyes, who I don't think – I think with Georgia and Tennessee being such a highly anticipated matchup and the rankings coming out this week, um, they're kind of getting forgotten about, and it's because they play Northwestern. We won't spend much time on that game. I have, I've got a feeling Ohio State will win by about 30, 40 points maybe. But um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The Ohio State team is really good, guys. Yes. Uh, it would be – it'd be fun if the playoff was tomorrow – or excuse me, Saturday because – it would be Georgia versus Ohio State. I think that game is a lot of fun. Oh yeah, but, and I, Ohio wow. State is incredible on the offensive side of the ball. Incredible. Like and we're gonna get have, to our we're gonna get to our Heisman talk here in a second, and they have a Heisman candidate themselves who yeah, can flat do. out rip the football around the yard. Mm-hmm. Now I will say this: one thing 
that I think makes Hinton Hooker maybe a little bit better. I don't want to do any foreshadowing here. Is <laughs> Ohio State's weapons are nasty. Yeah, they're, they're, with, without Jackson they Smith and Jigba. They, yeah, they're doing it without and Jigba. Without and Jigba. They have two rushers that are over 500 yards. Two rushers that are over 500 yards. Trevion yeah. Henderson and, and the other guy, or Mike Williams or whatever his name is. Uh, here, you keep going. I'll find it. But uh, yeah. And then, and then like Abuka, Marvin Harrison, like Julian Fleming's got, Julian Fleming can yeah, jump up. He's got he's got around I think like 350 yards, but he's got six touchdowns. Yeah. So and he hasn't played six touchdowns for a amount he's played is pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. So he yeah. can he can Ohio State's offense I mean, is in, legit. They are they I mean, are legit. In the they've got star players everywhere on that team, and Ohio mm-hmm. State has an incredible line too. Yeah, <laughs> offensive line. Yeah, so Travion Henderson has 552 yards on the ground, and Mayan Williams Mayan. 525. But, yeah, I absolutely love what you guys are saying. Their offensive line is ridiculous. C.J. Stroud seems like he has all day to throw the football. And then yeah. on the flip side, their defense was not good last year. It's taken huge strides this oh, yeah. year. Yeah. Under oh, yeah. I mean, now defense yeah. coordinator, I believe his name is Jim Knowles from um, Oklahoma State, I believe, from a year ago. He has this defense. I mean, they won the game for them essentially against Penn State, in my yes. opinion. Now yeah. I know the offense. I know the offense scored, but all of a sudden this defense comes out of nowhere and absolutely puts the hammer down on the Nittany Lions. And the Ohio State <laughs> offense flipped on its head and was up by like fourteen in like a minute and a half of game time. It was the yeah. craziest thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And I mean. The midseason awards when they came out, like what did Ohio State have? C.J. Stroud, Marvin Harrison, Andy Buka, and an offensive lineman, and, and they have Perry Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Johnson. Yeah, they're Perry Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it's it's it's. I do like the ranking in, in summation for the listeners. I think we all like the rankings. Um, we differ on number four, and there are some teams there that can be shuffled in and out depending on the rest of the year. Um, but right now, you know, I think keep Clemson in there. I'm fine with it. Um, I just have questions, and I don't think anything's wrong with that. Look, wait, yeah, I got one more. I got one more thing. Okay. Who would you put at four instead of Clemson? Um, the list. I the, I might get some uh, listeners eye rolls here, but <laughs> guys, number four has to be Bama. <sighs> Not. It's ridiculous. I mean, until – here's here's how I view Bama. Until they don't do it or are not capable of doing it, I'm. you got to have them in there. I think the only reason Bama's – if – well, the, they're not – let me say – you, you go, you go. I think Bama's not in I, – I get your point. Like, it's Ala, it's African Bama, like – I just think they're not in there. It's because the, the 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 committee wants to have at least for the first time wants to have all undefeated teams in the top four. That's that's uh, that in my in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Let me ask you your same question. Okay. It's uh, who would I have? Who yeah. would I have instead of Clemson? 
Yes. No, I wouldn't have anybody in set. I'd have Clemson at four. I'd have Clemson. Hypothetically. Okay. Not Clemson? Michigan. Yeah, I don't mind that. No, I'd have Alabama over Michigan. There's. um, No, no. I can't. You, no, you can't I, have – Alabama it, has played way better competition than Michigan. Way better competition. Yeah, Michigan like, – Penn, What's Michigan's biggest win? Penn State? That is it. That is literally it. Alabama's I, I, the SEC, and I know that – like, but the SEC teams, like, beat up on each other. Like, imagine if, like, LSU was in another conference, like maybe the Pac-12. They might be able to run the Pac-12. Who knows? Yeah. Like, but seriously. Yeah. We and they get, get ben, don't want to get Ben all riled up. About <laughs> um, hey, pick it up, Cass, Ben Cuba. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, no free shout outs, though. He's going to have to pay us for that. <laughs> He's going to have to pay us a half of that shout out on our, on our show. Let's talk about the Heisman race. Um, I think it's, uh, Let's kind go. Of, it's, it's kind of really starting to take shape. I think it's it's two two guys uh, right now, in my opinion, Hendon Hooker and CJ Stroud. I don't think. There might be some dark horses, but they're going to have a really difficult time yeah. uh, winning the Heisman over these two. Fun fact, or actually not a fun fact, trivia real quick. Can I, I completely forgot about this, so maybe I'm just dumb, so I'm going to ask you guys and you might prove me wrong, but do you remember okay. when is the last time a non-quarterback won this award, the Heisman Trophy? Uh, Devonta Smith. Yeah. Yeah. That was – I that completely was, forgot about it. I was looking at the list today, and I was like, you know what, I, when's the last guy? And I was like, damn. I have a fun fact for you guys, and I think my brother knows it. So don't if you, if you, say, if you know it right away, don't say it. I <laughs> have a chance. Who is the only defensive player to win Heisman? The only person, the only defensive player to win the Heisman is Charles Woodson. Okay. 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 Yeah. You got it. You got it. Okay. Great- I got. I got one. I got one for you, Chandler, or or my brother. But if you know, don't. Who is the besides Devonta Smith? Who is the last person to not QB to win? I'm not going to answer it because I actually have the Heisman Trophy list oh. right in front of me. But <laughs> if if Riley Riley, you guess it. Let's go, boy. Uh, who is it? Ah. Uh, you said you were the better twin in your intro. Let's so. go. You got. Go. You got. You got. Eric Henry is up though. Um, Mark Ingram had a good year. Uh, I don't think it was a wide receiver. Am I correct? That's not not a wide receiver. It's not a wide receiver. No. Yeah. Um. Once I say it, you're gonna be like, oh yeah. But I'll give you the year. I Will want the year help you. I. I want to say. I want to say. Derrick Henry, but I think that's right. Yeah, it's Derrick Henry. 2015. Yeah. He was oh, really let's go! Let's go! 2015, yeah. dude. That's my, that, my freshman year at college. That's that just proves that that just proves Alpha Twin. I knew you, Charles Woodson, won. And oh my! Hey, you two know bickering. Let's get to the 2022 Heisman Trophy winner. Um, okay. If I had a vote, I think right now I would vote for Hendon Hooker. No, because when uh, I look, because when I look at the award, it's it's about the the most important player on the team in the country, 
And if you take Hendon Hooker off of this Tennessee team, I don't even think they're nearly the team they are. I think if you replace C.J. Stroud on the Ohio State Buckeyes, I think that quarterback can step in and do just fine. Um, in my opinion, he is what makes this Tennessee team go, and he is the reason that they're the number one team in the country. And it could change this weekend. He could look really bad against Georgia. But even if he doesn't have his, his shootout performances he's had the last two, I still think he puts this team in a position to win the game. And without him, they're screwed. So for that, right now, it's Hendon Hooker. Red, okay, I, I, let me go first. Let me go first. I, 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 understand, I understand your argument. But, like, if we look at, like, statistically – Stroud's beating him, beating him in almost all major categories. Oh, yep. Pass yards, completion percentage, touchdowns, a QBR. He's beating him in almost all major QB categories. Yeah. No. no I mean, yes, true, but there, Indian Hooker has like 2,300 something, and so does CJ Stroud. He's got 200, like 300, 700, 2,300. Hendon Hooker has 2,338, and C.J. Stroud has 2,377. So, yes, it's, it's close. Really, so it's not like that close. And C.J. Stroud has weapons than Hendon Hooker. So, Hendon Heisman, my vote right now. I love it. I absolutely love it. We will, uh, we're going to do that. Little, that's a little segment. That's called the Figure It Out Podcast Trophy Winners. Next week, okay. uh, next week we will do the Figure It Out Podcast Trophy Winners segment. Who we think is the best running back. So have that in mind. We'll give the listeners a little foreshadow can, to the next yeah. week episode. You two be thinking about that. I will as well. Can I, uh, can I add something to this Heisman yeah. talk? Absolutely. Who's your dark horse? I know Riley, mine. Do have, Riley, do you have a dark horse? Because I need to think about it for a second. That's a great question. I should have been ready. Yes, I, I, I uh, my, my dark horse is um, Drake May. He okay. has okay. been balling. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That's a good answer. He That's has really been balling. Um, um, they, they, they've, been, they've been doing good. He's got, like, is he a leading? No, no, no. The guy from. He's in in the in the top five. He used to be. Is he still top five in passing? No, I'm not incredibly sure. But like Drake May took over for uh for Sam Howell, and nobody like nobody thought he was gonna do this good. So that's a like he just came out of nowhere, kind of. Drake May did. Yeah. No, absolutely. I that's actually a really good one. And mine, I I this is I think this is a really good one too. I'm curious to see what you guys think. Um, and I hope I don't take yours, Rat, because I know you yeah. said you had one as well. But mine is TCU quarterback Max Duggan. Let's go! Uh, yeah! Listen to these stats, guys. Yeah, baby! Yeah! 149 oh on 221 attempts for 2,212 yards, 22 touchdowns, two picks. TCU mm. is undefeated. They've blown teams out. They've come from behind. Um, and I, I grew up a big K-State fan. Uh, my dad is a huge K-State fan. Drake he, May. They, they, were, they were down and out in Fort Worth at home mm -hmm. against K-State. 
and TCU did not quit, did not die. Great game. They still won that game. Um, yes. Max Duggan is a legit dark horse. And if you went to any other He's got side, more. If, He's if got he more did. yards and touchdowns than Max Duggan. He's got 29 touchdowns. Who? Drake May. It- I, I'm, not, I'm not disputing that at all. But yeah. it, it, at the end of the day, it's a winning – it's a winning team award too. Yeah, it's you a winning have, award. Yeah, you can't mm. be on. You can't be on the worst team. And yeah. at the end of the day, when they if they were to compare those resumes, who's undefeated, who isn't? That's why I love Duggan. And but I do like Drake May. That's a great dark horse. What I what I like about Max Duggan is he knows how to take care of the ball. He knows yes. he knows where he wants the ball to be thrown to. I mean, only two, two interceptions. Yeah, yeah, that's it. What two picks? What, so what's his? Uh, What's his completion percentage? He's one forty nine for two twenty something. I just had it. Is so one forty nine for two twenty one. So, so seven sixty nine seventy two seventy three somewhere around there sixty eight sixty seven sixty seven sixty seven. Let me just say, Drake May is at seventy one percent. So okay, well, good dark horse. Good dark horse. That's a great dark horse. I love it. Now. Let's get into our final segment here. We each brought a game on that we want to talk about, that we want to highlight for this weekend. I feel like with these college football rankings, we highlighted ones throughout the slate that are huge as well. We talked about Bama. They have a big game against LSU um, this week, which is weird that that game's not getting talked about at all. Uh, yeah. But it's a huge game. I, I, um, yeah. I, I I brought on the Notre Dame and Clemson. That was my game. So this, I'm going to turn it over here to you guys. We'll start. Let's start with. Uh, let's start with Riley. Riley, your game of the week. Talk to us about it, brother. So for Seacom, I go through CBS pick them, and I pick all the games that, like, I know, and like, my gut's like. Oh yeah, this this guy's going to win, and and I go back to the ones I don't pick, and I I do research. I do research. And Texas A and M. That's that. Let me just get it out there. That's my pick. So I think this is a really interesting game because you got two struggling SEC teams. That was supposed to apparently the best recruiting class ever. Well, I don't see it. And then Anthony Richardson, like supposed to be supposed to be very good. He's not like he is a freak of nature. He's an athlete. He's go. Whoa, whoa! I see you're shaking your head. Thirteen. He's not playing the greatest. I I I know he's good. I know he's good. Um, I know, I, but he's only got two downs. So I think it's, that is bad. That is very bad. Pass, it's, you know. It's an interesting game. Um, but these two teams are just kind of stinky. Um, four and four Florida, one and four in the SEC. They, but A&M, A&M, three and five, one and four in the SEC. I mean, these teams yeah. – for being premier programs are in bad places right now. And uh, I, 
And, and sometimes, I, sometimes when two really good programs are in bad positions, this could be a really awesome game because both. Of yeah, really that, need to win that's exactly. Game. That's exactly why I picked this because I was like, I think this is going to be maybe the game of the week. Maybe the game of the week. Game of the week. I mean, oh, there's, no. whoa, okay. whoa, 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 hey. whoa. Hey, you got Georgia. Georgia and Tennessee is obviously going to get more hype. But if I'm talking about competitiveness, maybe double OT, I'm picking Florida and Texas A&M to go the distance. And I like to see, I like, I like to see overtime, double overtime, triple overtime. College football overtime is so fun to watch. Yes, it is. Yes. That I completely agree with. Rhett, what is your me, matchup of the week? Can I can I say something on his matchup? Yeah, absolutely. I don't like one word that you said. I don't. I think Florida. <laughs> I think Florida is going to um, humiliate Texas A&M just like um, Marshall did, or 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 no Marshall. Or, no, yeah, App State. Yeah, App State. Yeah. One because but, Texas A&M does not have a reliable QB. Okay. Yeah. Two. Texas A&M. What would you say? Say it. Say what you're gonna say. You act like Anthony Richardson is the best QB ever. Every he is a good QB. I get that, but he is playing bad. He has seven passing touchdowns. That is awful. Put put Anthony Anthony Richardson on a team like Ohio State. Or somebody with receivers that are good, and he's balling. He's balling. You know who else is balling? You know why I picked this up? Devin Chain is the fastest man in college ball right now. He's running back. He yeah. is doing good. He's got like yeah. almost 800 yards. He's got like maybe maybe 10 touchdowns. I don't know. He has that much. It's kind of a lot. He's probably seven or eight, but. He's got. Oh, he's only got four. Wow. He's got six. He's got six total. But still, he's balling. And then got Trevor Etienne and Mar- Montreal John. I think they're starting running back. Yeah, he's got like five hundred something. Trevor's got like almost four hundred something. So I'm I'm talking about being a good game. We're not talking about if they're going to go to, to the playoffs because they're not. We're talking about being a good game. This game's going to be good. Yep, okay. and that, that was the point of the segment. I love it. Okay, Rat, give us okay. – we'll, uh, we'll end the show with your matchup. This is Mine, a big matchup. This is a, per, this is a personal one for me. I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Mine is Texas and K-State. And I think this game is very important for the Big 12. Huge. And it's definitely important for um, Texas. It's more important for Texas, I feel like, because uh, Quinn Ewers is obviously back um, – uh, TCU is leading the Big 12. K-State is second, and Texas is a little bit further down. But I feel like either of these teams can, can compete with TCU, I feel like, and uh, maybe win the Big 12. So yes. um, this is a major, major game for both of these teams, and they feature incredible players. Both, like, um, I know Tex- uh, K-State's QB is out, but their backup that they had in, he came in – and didn't let even Oklahoma State score. Like, they killed Oklahoma State. Yep. Embarrassing. He did amazing. 
And they yeah. both feature good running backs with Deuce Vaughn and uh, Bijan Robinson and um, this guy on, te- on K-State. Excuse me if I pronounce his name wrong, but Felix Anadikazuma. Yeah. yeah. Kind of close. He's yeah. He's something else. He's the Big 12 sack leader with 7.5 sacks. He's forced two fumbles. I mean, he's a force. Yeah. He is a force. And I think it's going to be can uh, – because Bijan is an incredible playmaker. Can he stop uh, Bijan? And can Texas defense stop Deuce Vaughn? So I think it's going to be an incredible matchup. And I think this one's going down to the wire. This is yeah. big, a big state game. Big. Absolutely. My uh, um, my thoughts on the game. My thoughts on this game. Um, K State four and one in the Big Twelve. Texas three and two. Like you said, Red, it is a gigantic game uh, for both these teams because both these teams have a legit chance to play in Fort Worth in the Big Twelve championship game. But um, I think it's a joke that K State is a is they are uh, an underdog, two point underdog at home. Um, in November against a Texas team who has historically not traveled north well. They are already <laughs> Madonna's. It's probably not going to be the best it's weather there in Manhattan be. in terms of temperature. Yeah. Um, and K-State just won 48-0 over a top yeah. 10 team. I don't care what you – I don't care who you have playing. I don't care what the other team situation is. 48-0 is an impressive victory for a conference matchup. Um. So the the I mean, yes. K State in my opinion. And so wait, so your pick, so your pick is K State? Is that what you're saying? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yep. Oh wow, I I think it's going to be a a great game. I'm I think Texas wins by one score. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. Absolutely. My pick is is Texas, and I think. You know how good Texas is with Keen Ewers and like Texas receivers not doing bad. You got Xavier Worthy and yeah. like just, you got like Jatavion Sanders or whatever his name is and like Jordan Wintington, I think. So, like they're bad. So I think it's gonna come down to the wire, it's like you said. And uh and I, I'm I'm picking Texas. And um shout I didn't know the guy the K-State's QB's name, but Will Howard is his name. He yes. threw last uh, against OSU, 21 of 37, 296 yards, four touchdowns. Like, seriously, that was incredible yeah. what he did. Incredible. And this K-State defense is no slouch either. In my opinion, the outside of uh, Texas and TCU played, correct, already? Yeah. This K-State defense is probably the second or third best defense that Texas has faced all year outside of Bama and TCU. So yeah. it's yeah. a very it, it, that's a very awesome environment on a Saturday night, Manhattan, Kansas. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a real challenge for Texas, but Texas can absolutely win this game. Where where are they at? Say that again. Where where are they at? Like it's at K-State. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, like, um, I don't know if you guys, but linebacker for Texas, Jalen Ford, is yeah. currently leading the Big 12 yeah. uh, with 72 yeah. tackles. So, like, they yeah. both sides of the ball. There's people that you can watch, both sides of the ball. Yeah. That was an awesome segment, boys. Uh, let's go ahead and wrap can, up the show. Let's uh, – wait, do you have one more thing, Riley? Can I, can I – 
Yeah, I always do this on, on all the podcasts that I'm on. Wiseman Word of the Week. That's what we call it. Wiseman Word of the Week. Love it. And the Word of the Week is hook for Hendon Hooker because I think Hendon Hooker has a chance to hook the hearts of all the of all the disbelievers out there. And he might get an upset. So let's go. Wiseman Word it. of the Day. I love it. The Wiseman Word of the Day will end every Thursday show going forward with the Wiseman Word of the Day. I absolutely love it. Boys, I appreciate your time. College Thank you. football, full swing. Um, it's going to be awesome to see how it unfolds down the stretch here as we approach December. Boys, we'll talk to you soon, okay? Yep. Yeah. See ya. See ya.